Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Believe in UCLA. I'm your host, Travis Reed. And today I'm just going to talk about uh, just the last game for UCLA, obviously, Gonzaga. I want to say thank you to UCLA for the great season, 31-5, Pac-12 champs, player of the year, coach of the year, you know, rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. I think it was a tremendous season. I mean, people forget they lost a lot last year. You know, they lost basically three starters. Uh, all their wings, both their big man centers. And surprisingly, they lost, you know, Perry Watson, which was kind of a shock to me. I was like, wait a minute, you know, uh, (laughs) he's going pro. And then he ended up getting drafted in the first round. So, yeah, I think that they lost a ton. Coach Cronin keeps, you know, racking them up three 16s in a row, three, three 16s in a row. I mean, can we stop getting a Zaga in our bracket, please? I mean, come on. You know, like they've been in our bracket. Well, they went, we played them in the Final Four a couple of years ago, obviously. And then we played them in the Sweet 16 this year. So it's like you lose to Gonzaga by 40 footers uh, back, you know, in, in two out of the last three years. So, yeah, I think um you know, it's it was it was a great season, but like I still feel like, you know, when you lose like that and then Gonzaga gets kind of blown out after by Yukon when the game wasn't even really close. Uh I would have felt that UCLA could have had a maybe a better game. The Gonzaga. Uh but, you know, like I said, things happen. You know, who knew that Clark was going to get hurt and miss the rest of the season at the end of the season? And then who knew that, you know, Boa would get hurt and then they would sit him, uh, you know, the game and thinking that, you know, well, maybe you could play him Saturday. That's the only thing I didn't like. I think that you don't sit people when it's the tournament. You don't sit people in the game seven thinking, oh, yeah, uh, we'll just get him next time kind of thing. Um that actually happened to me when I was overseas. Uh, my s- third year overseas, we were the defending champ. Our other best player got injured. And then they played him in the first game. He wasn't necessarily, uh, he was rusty. And so they were like, okay, we're going to sit him in game two or game three, whatever the next game. And then we ended up losing the series because they tried to sit him and just try to wait and wait it out when it ain't no waiting. When in a tournament, look, if Boa can play even with his shoulder, you know, if he, if he can't play, he can't play. But if he could have played, he should have played. That's how I feel about the situation. If he if he should have, he could have played, he should have played. But this year is actually a great year for UCLA men and UCLA women because they both went to the Sweet 16. Um, the women, shout out to UCLA women. Losing to South Carolina, 43 to 59. Uh, you know, obviously South Carolina's undefeated. It's kind of like their championship to lose. 
But the fact that they got to the Sweet 16, that's a great year for the Bruin women. Um, I'm proud of them. Great job. You know, like, we're, you're going to continue to build, just like Nick Cronus can build on the men's team. So, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy and extremely, you know, grateful for the year that they had. 31-6. and six, I'm sorry, not 31-5. Um, just, you know, just finish, you know, great. You lose to Gonzaga, uh, you know, essentially at the buzzer with two of your starters out, you know, and – I think Bagley has played himself into a first-round pick if he does well at the combine. Uh, so, yeah, I think Bailey's done well. I think Jaime's going to probably be a first-round pick. Everybody else, I don't know. Singleton, you know, if Boa goes, I don't know. But, like, I know that Bailey and and uh, you know, Jaime, I think, are both first-round picks. Uh, but, yeah, let's get into the game a little bit. You know, Sweet 16 game. I definitely felt that, you know, UCLA started strong. Uh, Their game plan was interesting to me, I felt, because the game plan was very interesting due to the fact that, um, due to the fact that they let Timmy go one-on-one. Obviously, you don't play Boa. Uh, You let Timmy go one-on-one. And he basically... Single-handedly, he kills you. You know, he was. I mean, in the second half, he got tired, but he single-handedly kept them in the game. The first half, I felt. Um, you know, he was just killing inside, and I think they should have played him in a different way because you see what happened with uh, UConn. UConn played him a little bit more physical. Obviously, they were a lot bigger than UCLA. UConn played him a little bit more physical, and he didn't really do that much. He didn't, you know, he scored some points, but it wasn't like he did against UCLA. UCLA, he destroyed them. It was 36 points, 15 rebounds, had like, you know, 19 or 20 at the half, whatever it was. Um, he just killed them. And I just wish that UCLA's game plan would have been a little bit different. But that's okay. Like I said, I can't question coaches' mindset. Um and yeah, and so like that's what it is. That's pretty much what it what it is. What happened? And you know, I thought that you know, it was UCLA's games to lose. I felt because they came out smoking. They were up thirteen at the half, forty six to thirty three. I just think that they could not in the second half. They could not buy a bucket and they cannot get a rebound. They couldn't buy a bucket and they couldn't get a rebound. You know. Um, and I felt that, you know, it was a situation where when you can't rebound and you can't get a bucket, that's how teams come back. Period. You know, nobody from Gonzaga really did anything besides Timmy. Timmy had all the, you know, mostly had all the points. Um, you know, it was just, it was, you know, really Gonzaga kind of started, they couldn't buy a bucket in the first half. Uh, and then they hit, you know, they hit some buckets out of stretch. So, like I said, it was just a wonderful, wonderful game. I thought, I mean, to be honest, Gonzaga uh, went from, like, down 13 to being up by, like, 10 with 
<laughs> but like Tim, with like a minute to go, two minutes to go, you said they fought back from that, and you know came back at the end. You know, like I mean, Gonzaga. Honestly, they didn't really play good to beat UCLA. I mean, if you look at their stats, they had two guys in double figures, which was Timmy and Straw. Straw there. You know, he had you know three for eight threes. They were three for they were six for sixteen from the three. Uh, 37%. They were 50% from the two. Now, UCLA was seven for 18 from the three and then 41% from the two. Like I said, Jaime went, you know, Jaime went out the way he's supposed to go out. Had 29 points, 11 rebounds, you know, just just killed, you know, it just kept consistently coming. Um, played 39 minutes. I, th- I thought he got a little tired in stretches, but he played okay. Tiger played, and eh, not so good. Had a huge, huge turnover at the end of the game when they hit the three. I when they went up one. I when they went up. No, I'm sorry. When they went up, because remember they missed the free throws. And when they went up three, when he hit the three, um, you know he was five for sixteen, one for six from the three. Uh, you know, have you know, fourteen points, nine assists. Uh, you know, Singleton played okay. You know, it was two for you know, basically had eight points, two for five. And obviously, Kimba gave him two points, but he's not really scored. Not have, playing Boa really hurt them. Bailey, like I said, Bailey had nineteen points, five rebounds. You know, Bailey start playing better. Really start playing better. And like these last from the from the Pac twelve tournament all the way through the you know, the NCAA tournament, he he stepped, he showed why he was, you know, considered like the number one point guard coming out of high school, I thought, you know. And uh, it was just, like I said, it's a wonderful, wonderful game. Ups and downs, uh, just a lot of just, you know, if we want to say one shining moments, even though UCLA, I thought that when, you know, when they went small, they just could not buy, they could not buy a rebound. It's weird because I felt that, you know, I thought it would remind me of the USC game where UCLA was in, UCLA was in complete control of the game in the beginning of the first half. And then uh, SC came storm back and won. It's the same with Gonzaga. U, uh, UCLA scored, what is it, 46 at the half, only scored 30 in the second, gave up 46 at the half. I mean, gave up 33 at the half, then gave up 46 in the second half. Um, yeah, they just ran out of gas. They didn't have the starters. No excuses. You just, you know, that's part of the business, period. You know, that's part of the business. You can't expect to, you know, not win, not lose. You just got to, you know, play through whatever it is, you know, because everybody gets hurt. Everybody gets hurt. Everybody, you know, everybody's, um, you know, everybody, everybody struggles. You know, at the end, you know, because it's at the end of the season. It's hard. What do you expect? You know, it's just, you know, like kids are tired. Kids are exhausted. Kids want to move, you know, just they want to finish. They want the season to end. <laughs> so, like I said, for UCLA to do what they did, I'm extremely proud of them. Um, I remember, like I said, at the game, they were down, like I said, 10 with like two minutes to go. And then they just kept fighting, kept fighting, kept fighting. Jaime got an and one. Jaime got another and one. Um, they kept fighting. And then, like I said, they were down. You know, I was like, is Gonzaga point shaving with the missed free throws? 
And then you see how they came down. Tiger came down. You know, Pompey went went down, passed it to. I thought he was going to the basket for the pull up. He passed it out to Bailey. Bailey shoots the three. I said, "Okay, Bailey," and he hits it. What what was the thirteen seconds left? I was like, "Oh my god!" They were about to do an improbable comeback of being up and then being down. Um. So, like I said, um. I thought that, wow, I was like, you know, like they're going to win this game. And then I realized it was about uh, seven seconds left or so. So Gonzaga runs a play, comes down, uh, does a pitch back because they're down one. I, the, the, like I said, the play was shocking. They're down one. They're not down two. They're not even down three. They're down one. And he shoots from the March Madness sign, 40 feet, swish. Oh my God! And then, and even with that, they foul. Uh, they you see they gets turnover. They we foul them. They get two free throws, miss them both. Uh, they get the ball. You see they get the ball, and they actually have do a play in the game play where Tiger actually gets a shot to tie it. He misses it, and they lose. Like I said, it was just a tremendous, tremendous back and forth game. You know. Two great teams, two great programs. I feel like Gonzaga might be the team to replace UCLA in the Pac-12. Uh, they, you know, they, it's a West Coast team. They're going to want them. You know, they're in Spokane, so it's right next to Washington State. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, Gonzaga wants to come to a bigger league and stop just dominating the league they're in. You know, winning all, you know, going eighteen and one every single year, whatever it is. They have one good team in the league, and that's. St. Mary's and St. Mary's beats them every year once. So it's a situation where I felt like, um, yeah, I felt like UCLA, you know, great season, great game. It's just not in the cards. And that's what it is about the tournament. It's just, how about this tournament? The final four, as we, as I'm recording this is Florida Atlantic, San Diego state, Miami and Yukon. Right? None of them are one seeds. None of them are even two seeds. Uh I don't even know if they're three seeds. Because Florida Atlantic is a nine seed, right? They was in the eight-nine game. And they beat Maryland and they got lucky because of you know the one seed upset, you know. Uh, Purdue got upset, and you know, and obviously, the, you know, they but they fought their way there, obviously, you know, beating uh, Memphis and then beating the 16th seed that beat uh, Purdue and you know, beating Kansas State and so on and so forth, you know, being you no know, beating Tennessee and then beating Kansas State, you know, so yeah, so they they fought their way there. San Diego State slayed the Giant in beating um, beating Alabama, the overall number one seed with the most talent. Um, and so San Diego State, baby, how about that? UCLA doesn't go to the Final Four, but San Diego State goes to the Final Four, which is hilarious. Um, you know, like I said, the one seeds didn't even make it to the lead eight, not one of them. You know, uh, which was crazy to me. They didn't even make it past Sweet 16. None of them. You know, one lost in the first game. Two of them lost in the second game. And then the other two lost in the third game. 
You know, Miami, who slays the other giant, beats Houston. Then beats they beat the one seed in the bracket and the two seed in the bracket in Houston and Texas. Um, and then you have UConn, who is the scariest team in this tournament because they beat everybody about thirty. <laughs> now it's I mean I don't mean that everybody about thirty, but like they beat you know the first game twenty five whatever it was. They beat second round. Uh, I forgot who they was TCU or something like that. You know they beat them by like fifteen. Uh, they smashed Arkansas by like twenty three, and then they smashed Gonzaga by thirty. Um, and uh, and that wasn't in game. It wasn't in game from the beginning. It was like uh, they jumped out of nine two, and then they came. You know Gonzaga came back. And then next thing you know, uh, Timmy gets his fourth foul. They was already up double. They was already down double digits. And then when he gets his fourth foul, they go down by like twenty five, and the game was pretty much over. Um, they didn't really, you know, like it was. I was like, this is just a beat down. I've never seen Gonzaga get smashed like this. Uh, maybe since the Baylor game, even that game wasn't this bad. This was just a beat down. So yeah, uh, UConn. Is probably playing the best out of anybody. They are the heavy favorites going into the final four. Um, but yeah, like back to UCLA. I just want to go back to, you know, just kind of explain the final four. No ones, no twos, and I don't even think any threes. That has never happened ever in the tournament. It was never no dominant team. All the team, I thought I told you Purdue was the most felonious one seed. UCLA should have been in one seed instead of Purdue. Uh, you see, they at least gets the Sweet 16. Purdue loses to a 116 team. That's why I said the, the the committee should be ashamed of themselves putting them over UCLA as a one. So anyway, I I also definitely feel that you like I said going back to UCLA, uh, you know, just every year in the Sweet 16, getting that getting they got to get back over the hump the last two years. After they get into the Final Four the first year, you know, these last two years, uh, getting Sweet 16 and just, you know, heartbreak last year was love from North Carolina, hitting like a crucial three to put them up over UCLA. And then the next year was, you know, this year, that next year was this year, hitting a, a crucial three to put them up with seconds to go. <sighs> You know, but like I said, I wanted to say this is just a special special shout out uh, to UCLA, uh, you know, men's team and women's team to say that, you know, congratulations on the 31 win season. Like I said, player of the year, six, you know, player of the year, uh, freshman of the year, coach of the year, defensive player of the year. That doesn't happen, you know, and what Coach Cronin has done. Cronin has done is create a culture. UCLA is back, baby. And I love it. It's back where they should be. UCLA should be one of the top programs in the country. And that's where they should be. And that's where he has them as one of the top programs in the country now. They don't, they're not, you know, they we'll see how they are this year coming up. But they are one of the top programs in the country. And I'm I'm excited to see where they go from here. You know? Um, but like I said, this is more of just a thank you. Uh, we'll, now we'll be focusing like a little bit more recruiting, a little bit more on uh, football, 
uh, you know, what's going to be happening in the future. So thank you, uh, all UCLA fans, for men's basketball. Thank you for this season and women's basketball. Thank you for the season, both teams. We really appreciate you. And to the seniors, if they don't come back, like Jaime, Tiger, you know, uh, Singleton, I want to say thank you personally, you know, for what you've done for this school. You know, obviously, Alford had it at a certain point. Now Cronin is here, and now he's back to where it's being. It should be, which was respectability for that. You know, for UCLA, which is always where it should be. You always should be one of the, the top schools in the country. But that's it for this episode. You can, you know, you can catch me. Uh, follow me uh, on Instagram and at social media. Uh, Travis Reed as on Instagram at Travis uh, W Reed W Reed on uh, Instagram that's R E E D Travis W and Travis W Reed on Facebook. I post all my social media sites. This show will be up on Tuesday. Um, this show will be up on Tuesday. Uh, you know, for the site, my the usual Tuesday, and so um, yeah, and so like I said, I'll, it'll be posted then. And so, like I said, we're going to keep this train rolling. And like I said, we'll, we'll be discussing different things. Now that the basketball season's over, uh, we'll, go, we'll go back to a little bit more football, more recruiting, that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, like once again, you can follow me at Travis W. Reed on Instagram uh, and Travis W. Reed on Facebook. Like I said, I post all my stuff there. I have my links for you, all that stuff. So you can follow me. All right? Thank you. See you later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.